0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. Sorry, just fixing my phone right now because this is the first time I'm going to be doing it on YouTube. So if you haven't heard my wonderful podcast called The Anxious Procrastinator, check it out on Spotify and all types of Google podcasts, and you can get an refresh yourself on some of the episodes and catch up on some of the seasons that I have. This is season two, and I am so excited for you to join me today. So I wanted to welcome all of you back to my podcast. This is season two. We are doing a new season called Life Isn't Easy, God Makes It Simpler type of podcast. And this is going to be all about what my season two is. It's about basically a book I wanted to write when I was 16 years old called Life Isn't Easy, God Makes It Simpler. And I was just super excited to do this. And then Life happened, crap happened, and I just needed to take a sabbatical for a while and just kind of get my mental health back on track. So the first and foremost thing that happened that was a huge, huge, huge thing of why I went on a sabbatical for about almost three months was my grandfather had died and passed away in September. Um, It was a very hard time because I was absolutely so close to him. He was my champion. He was my mentor. He helped me out on a lot of sibling issues I had, a lot of things that I was dealing with my past with. And he really helped me get closer to God. And it was just, it was a devastating loss, but it was not something that was shocking to us because it was going to happen. It basically did. And we knew that he was going to pass away. He had colon cancer and basically only had a couple months to live. But this was kind of the first biggest loss for me and the first time I've ever went into like a deep, painful mourning because I never mourned my grandmother's passing because I had so much peace when she was passing away. I knew it was time for her to go. But with my grandpa, it was a little bit different because I had more of a closer relationship with him. He helped me to get closer to God. He helped me to really get out of my comfort zone. And it was just great to go talk to him about things in my life. So mourning my grandpa was a huge thing that really 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 made me go and look at my mental health and say like you know what i need to take a break for a while because work was getting hectic my friendship life is getting hectic the bible study i was doing i was just running all over the place and i wasn't really focusing on me i wasn't focusing on who i was or who god was creating me so i needed to take some time to kind of walk away from the podcast not stress myself out anymore and just really focus and rely on god and god use my word of the year, trust so much this season. Like I am so excited for this final chapter in my life to be closing. There's so many great things I learned from it. And I can't wait to talk about that, but we're not going to talk about this on the podcast because tonight's episode is all about making peace. And that is my word of the year. You know how many times you look on Instagram and Facebook and people are like, what's the word of the year? What's your word of the year? And everyone just gets like super stressed out about it. They're like, what's my word, God? Like, what am I going to do? Like, if I don't have a word, like I'm going to lose my mind. Let me tell you one thing. And one thing is important is when you are trying to find the word of the year, make sure you start early. Don't start like the week before new year's because that doesn't always work. And it can stress you out. Be patient. God is always and number two on this one is be patient wait for what God's going to reveal to you because he will reveal it to you time and time again that this is the word of the year. And my last year's word was trust. I had to trust him with a lot of things. I had to lay a lot of things at his feet. And I'm glad that this next chapter of my life is closing. There's a lot of things I'm leaving behind. There's a lot of guy issues I'm leaving behind, family issues in that chapter. And I cannot wait to see what 2022 has to hold for us guys in this community for the anxious procrastinator. But I'm naming this podcast Making Peace because I felt like through the mourning process with my grandpa and mourning his loss, I found that I needed to make peace with that. And I needed to start not only making peace with his passing, but there were other things in my life. There was making peace with people and there was making peace with myself. And I'm going to devolve and dive into these types of things of what God has really called me to talk about with making peace. And this is one thing I find that a verse that has always helped me to know the seasons of life and the seasons that God is putting me in. And this is one of the seasons where it's called the seasons of mourning. And I want to read Ecclesiastes 3, 4. So if you have your Bible or your Bible app, look it up really quickly. Ecclesiastes 3 through 3, chapter 3, verse 4. And I love this verse because it has always helped me to deal with the seasons that are changing when there's a lot of change in my life and when there's a lot of things that I don't have control over. So Ecclesiastics, Ecclesiastic, three, chapter four says, a time there's a time for everything, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I highlighted, underlined this in my notebook that I'm reading off of to you right now. So if you see me going down, it's just me reading my notes and trying to stay on track tonight. It's basically talking about a time to mourn. And these last couple of months, this whole year is probably going to be my mourning process. And my mourning process of losing my grandpa, the person I looked up to, the person that I always loved and had so much endearment to him, and just learning to mourn what, could have been what should have been like he shouldn't have left but just kind of mourning that loss and accepting that he is at peace and that is a process it's not something that comes quickly i feel like a lot of us when we go into like a human mourning we want it to be one done quick and it doesn't work that way that's not how god created us to be he created us as beautiful human beings that have emotions and we're supposed to express them and he even says in that verse there is a time for mourning and it's okay if the holiday seasons were tough for you this year. They were tough for me too. It was awful. I was like not dealing with it around Christmas time. And I was sitting there and I was just getting angry and frustrated and taking my anger out on people. And my friend kind of pointed out, it's like, Megan, you have you have an allotted time to mourn that person. But you also need to make time to do something special. And I figured out what... My friend was saying to me that I need to remember my grandpa in one way that always made him laugh, made him happy. And I found out what that is. I'm not going to talk about it because it has to do with my grandma too. So it's going to be around Valentine's Day and I can't wait to share that with you. But right now, just hearing my friend talk about that with me really helped me to see that it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry that person's loss. It's okay to be selfish in this time. It is okay to say, you know, I'm not in the mood to hang out right now. You know, I'm not in the mood to do Bible study this year. I'm not in the mood. And don't, like, block people out. Always have, like, good friends when you are mourning. That's my number one thing. Like, go to a person you can trust that you're not gonna be needy with, you're not gonna sit there and get like upset about it, but you're also not going to put so much of that burden on them and make them feel like they have to fix you. That is your time to mourn, that is your time to have somebody who can listen to you and to just listen and not say like, hey, like everything's gonna be okay because I don't wanna hear that. I wanna be sad, I wanna cry. I don't want people to think I'm being weird or being depressed because, I'm sad. I'm allowed to be sad. And you're allowed to be sad too. In this morning season, take the time to go find a quiet place and just let it out. Stop holding it in. Stop thinking that you have to put this brave face on and make everybody else happy. It's not your job. It's not your job. It's your job to lay this at God's feet and say, I miss that person. I want them here. I wish they were here. I wish they weren't far away. But because mourning is such a process, you need to do a lot of research too with it. You got to understand what you're mourning because there's so, there's about seven different stages of mourning. And I knew when I was going to my angry stage and my denial stage, and I was knowing when I was going into my depression stage, to my acceptance stage, and I think I'm slowly getting there to the acceptance stage. But that is just something I feel a little bit more far off than what needs to be done. And I know that I am still in the process of depression in that. So I feel that this time I'm still not in the acceptance stage, but I know that I have to make peace with his death. I have to not question why God took him because it was his time. My grandpa was 95 years old. He was sick. He was in pain. He wasn't feeling good and he wasn't being who he was anymore. I could tell by the time when his week, of passing happened that he wasn't going to be around any longer and that was something I accepted but it also was a huge huge denial for me like I can't believe he's gone but I had to make peace with that I had to make peace with God and say you know I'm angry I'm mad why did you take him away he didn't deserve to die this way I wanted him to die peacefully but that's not how God works our stories are all different and Making peace with his passing and making peace with God with that was a big thing I learned about why I need to make peace this season of my life for 2022. So that's the first thing on the list of making peace, is making peace with my grandpa's passing and just learning to accept that he is gone and that someday I will see him. But right now I just need to do my mourning process and take care of things and just trust who God is. And what his will is for my life. Number two on the list of making peace is making peace with people. There are some unraveled hurts in your life from people. Maybe it was something you were hurt in elementary school by a best friend. Maybe it's a sibling that has bullied you and pushed you to your breaking point And has always picked on you throughout your entire high school years, college years, adult years, or maybe it's just a friend who sucked the life out of you and took so much of you and just didn't give anything back to you as much as you gave to them. Or it could be a boss who mentally just drained you and caused so much problems with you that you just couldn't do it anymore. Making peace with people Is not easy I'm gonna tell you that right now it has not been easy to me to make peace because I'm the type of person who wants justice I want people to feel my pain I want them to know that they hurt me and I don't deserve this and you guys should feel the pain that I'm going through but it's like that little saying talking about the poisonous pill you have a poisonous pill in your hand and instead of giving that poison pill to that person who hurt you you're taking it swallowing and expecting them to feel the hurt that you're feeling guess what they've moved on from that they don't care anymore they don't want to even think about it anymore because they've moved on with their life but you're still holding on to that and you're still opening those wounds and you're still talking about it here's the thing you know when you make peace with something when you don't talk about it anymore when you don't discuss it with people, you don't discuss it with family members, you don't discuss it with friends or talk behind that person's back, you let it go. You don't let it phase you anymore. And if somebody brings up, brings up, you just go, I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't care. That's when you truly, fully know you've made peace with somebody. But what I'm doing to make peace with the people in my life is I got this idea off of one of my mentors from Celebrate Recovery before she and I decided to walk away from it. There were certain reasons why god wanted me to walk away from it it was nothing on their part it was just time for me to leave i'll get into that sometime later in one of my podcasts but the reason she helped me so much on this has helped me to really let it go was to get a book like a little notebook like this and write down who hurt you and why they did it and if it ever comes back into your head you just grab that notebook you open it up and then you read those people's names and you write down what they did to you and you put down, I forgive them. And that is something I'm starting to do right now is to start forgiving people. But also that's one way, if it was something that was really small and it was really something you're not going to be able to do in person with that person is the best way to forgive somebody. If you're not going to be able to say sorry for what you've done by being angry with them or say that you forgive them in person because you physically can't you don't hang around that person anymore or that person has caused too much trauma in your life that it's just going to cause more hurt in your life to go and confront them than trying to step back and just letting it go it's better for you to write it down in a notebook like this and start letting it go now my preference if the person has been hurting me for several years and this is somebody that's a friend or a family member or even a church People in churches can cause a lot of mayhem. I'm going to tell you that right now. People in churches can hurt you too. But the biggest thing I always like to do is I write a letter. And in this letter, I call it the burn letter. And what this burn letter is, is my way of making peace. I write down everything. Every little thing they did to me. Every hurt, every unsaid word, every mean comment, every sarcastic remark, every nitpicking, anything that I felt they did against me. I write it down in the letter. I type it out, I fix that letter up and I go to our burn barrel in the back of the house and I read that letter out loud to God and I say at the top of my lungs, not too loud because we don't need me to be crazy, I'm already enough crazy, we don't need that, is I say to God, I let it go. I let it go and I forgive them and I burn the letter. Why? Because one, I don't want to go back to that letter. I don't want to be reminded of what that person did to me and what the things I need to do to let go of them. Two, it's a great way to release it to God because when you burn it, you don't ever see it again. God does. God hears it. God will always, always have that on his heart for you. But those are the two reasons why I do that letter. And three, it helps you to find joy and peace in your life again. When you finally let go of that hurt and you finally write it down and put it in the letter and just cry it out while talking to God about this letter, you are fully accepting that this phase, this hurt in your life, is not going to control you anymore. And that's when you know you finally make peace with somebody. So there's simple ways of doing it, making peace with people, and there's also making peace with people, writing a letter, what I do. And there's also sometimes you're going to have to confront that person. My best thing is I like to write a letter so I can stay focused on what that person has done. Also admitting the the mistakes I have made and also pointing out how I've forgiven them and I have moved on. And confrontation is not a good thing in my family. My family really struggles with this. Like we all like to talk and talk behind everybody's back, but we don't want to talk. Personally, because that means we have to be wrong. And a lot of times you won't get that opportunity with somebody. You won't. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been through many times where I could have said sorry and it just never happened because that person just blocked me. They didn't want me to come near them. They were hurt. They (laughs) had their own hurts in their lives. And sometimes that person doesn't want to face what they're dealing with. But sometimes you have to confront that person. So I want to give you a few tips on that when you're trying to confront somebody. First, make it simple. Don't make it complicated, admit when you're wrong and admit that you have let go of that pain and you've forgiven them and you don't bring it up again. And here's the thing, sometimes people will get too abrasive with that, they'll get defensive and then they'll just go on you. Don't react to them. Let go of that hurt, let go of that pain. Because they want you to react so they can point out your flaws. And that's not how God wants us to live. He wants us to be peacemakers. We are the peacemakers. We are Christians. We are the ones who have to admit when we've done something wrong. But also, we have to forgive those who have hurt us. Now, I'm getting to the last thing on my page. And that is making peace with yourself. That is number three on the list. When you are talking about making peace in your life, you got to make peace with yourself. But you're probably asking me, like, Megan, how did I make, how should I make peace with myself? There's nothing wrong with me. There's, there's nothing wrong. Oh, honey. Oh, boo-boo. Yes, there is. There's a lot of things out there that you have not made peace with. And a lot of it can be like you have regrets in your life. You didn't talk to this certain guy that you had a crush on in your life. You never went and did this missions trip because you weren't allowed to. You didn't go on this vacation with your friend because you didn't have the money to. That's what making peace with yourself is. You stop letting the regrets in your life define who you are as a person. So you have to start making peace with the regrets in your life, but also the mistakes you've made in life. If you have asked somebody to forgive you and you have not forgiven yourself, how are you supposed to love somebody like Christ loves us? If you don't love and give yourself a little grace in your life, if you don't love yourself and you don't give a little grace in your life, you're never going to truly know how to love somebody who is a hurting person because you're so hard on yourself. You're putting so much hurt on yourself and then you're trying to love somebody while you're still hurting and you're hurting them even more. This is what I mean about letting go of regrets and forgiving yourself when you make a mistake. Don't let those mistakes define you anymore because they are not who you are as a person anymore. I want to reveal this verse to you that I got this week from my pastor. If you have ever heard of Grace Community Church in Cranberry Township, PA, Check out their website. They have some great sermons going on. Pastor Matt is just on fire this week. He has hit me to the core with the verses. But this verse is is from Ephesians 4.23. And this is how it goes. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that means that we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our spirits by going to Christ and asking for forgiveness when we've made mistakes. And also forgiving ourselves and asking God to renew our minds and see a different way with this hurt, this hang up, this habit, this mistake I've made, this regrets I've had. Let Jesus come into your life and heal you and help you to grow out of those mistakes. Because I I can tell you, I'm going to have so many good chapters in this season of making peace. And there's going to be a lot of crying. There's going to be a lot of joy. And I can't wait to share that with all of you guys this year for 2022 on season two of the Anxious Procrastinator. If any of you have been listening to my podcast, I hope you're enjoying some of these things that I'm talking about. I hope you're enjoying all the stuff I'm doing. In the next couple of days, we're going to be having Fashion Forward Friday. Some of the new fashion for January and winter are coming out. I can't wait to share that with you guys. So stay tuned and check out my new YouTube channel, which is going to be called The Anxious Procrastinator. I can't wait to share my journey with you, all the stuff going on in my life. And I cannot wait to share this word of the year with you guys. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you all for being patient with me. I can't wait to share more stories with you and more seasons with the Life Isn't Easy God Isn't God Makes It Simpler podcast right now. Thank you all for joining me and have a wonderful night. Bye.